0: Fans, this is the Tree 54 Podcast, and this week we are we are doing an AEW Dynamite and Dark Review. And we are coming up with this Thursday morning, as usual, to hear a fire review. Here's the start of the show. Here's the start of the Dark lineup. First of all, we got Baron Black versus Sunny Kiss. Cage vs. Limelight, Garcia vs. Rose, Tang vs. Solo, <laughs> oh, sorry, <coughs> Peter Avalon vs. Louis Vale, young Club vs. Sean D, Sean Maruta and Horizon, Vera Velvet vs. Danny Jordan, Hal coat Mike Magnum vs. Jurassic Express, Hugo Does So vs. Brian Cutler, Moore vs. Evil East, Squall vs. Snow, June vs. VSC. Ice chu versus and VSK vs. TH2. Diamet vs. Tessa Price. Priya States vs. Shayna. John Cruz. Micah Nakazawa, Nakazawa vs. The Acclaim. Coco Bannett and Reynolds vs. Veracity Blondes. And I'm going to tell you this. York is a show full of decent showcase matches. I, the main event is a watch. This is the first big win for Pillman and Garrison set up the Dynamite Future Bound. That's from the recommendations of the rest. My Life frustrates Keja in Street Manor. Red Velvet Canteen spanned her offensive arsenal against Jordan. has a work cut off for her against an old school giant in Freya. Color of Hugo Dusto was flashing for a couple of skinny dudes. Now let's get to the show. The Skyler team with a call to action. Anthony Ugo dropped by to join the commentary. Justin Roberts was the ring announcer. Sunny Kids versus Brandon Black. J- Janelle was ringside. Kiss dodge early attacks with stylish flexibility. Kiss pound groove win with a rolling elbow strike that a flying split leg drop. Brian Cage to be in limelight. The rascally limelight uses quickness early for a torn to dive over the ropes to prostrate cage. The, the machine can the opponent a little bit for limelight sprang up for a springboard destroyer cage shift to higher gear as it works with a powerbomb, buckle bomb, and a drill claw for the win. Nyla Rose defeated Alex Garcia a quick night of work from the native beast. Local Oklahoma Stampede, a beast bond to finish it. Afterward, Vicky Guerrero grabbed the mic to assault Boundary Rose. Vicky is the true representation of a woman. She did the favor to educate she bullshit off that her business plan is destined for failure. Now right. we go to the wave. Doctor Bit Baker, DMD, Rose the Omega, Tony Chavant, and Linda Rosa. She even claimed this thing was booked to be a featured guest. Dustin Rose was guest on the evening. Wasn't moved. No move from Dr. Baker's jokes. He promoted the new Attitude and in, in match against Ten on Dynamite. Barco stunt closed it with a Jit music song on the guitar. Dr. Baker Ray, But dance like goobers. Ten defeated Aaron Solo. Five was ringside. Ten handled with business with a wheelbarrow suplex and a ripcord clothesline to the back of the head. Peter Avalon defeated Louis Bale. Evelyn had a pretty comeback for a similar one drop and a double knees driver for a third win in in a row. He grabbed the mic to introduce Pretty Peter's pageant provocation open challenge. Competitors can have bad skin, can't be overweight, must understand the science of beauty. Gun club defeated Sean Dean, Sean Muller, and Ryzen. The gun family entered using the taxi, Taz Taxi. This was all fun and games are serious when it mattered. The match broke into chaos with moves of apl- plenty. rising missed the moonsaults so Billy Bounce had a famous aster to win. Red Velvet defeated Jane Jordan. Velvet was in trouble after her DDT through the road. She just sprang back to life and exposed to clothes, signs, kicks, at Bulldogs saying Musa and her like suplex and double knee strike and a single leg drop kick. John Lass Express defeated Falcon and Mike Madam. Future is marked with stunt representing Jurassic Express while Jungle Born was present ringside. The Dino crew close it out with a chokeslam, knee strike from Future Stars and a knee strike to the back of the head by a stunt. Rodden Color vs. Fuga that saw back for forth. action, Color pick off his 6th consecutive victory at counter swinging DNT into a TPK. Evil East bases Sky L'Amour. Less hysteria fought through more power to have to counter fireman characters to a modified octopus stretch submission win. So big swell to be in the snow strong woman clashed that forced Swell to same some strategy. She rolled through for complex pin to win. Afterwards, Swell left extra lippy and through a fake eyelash of snow. T defeated software Druin, and VSK. Jack Evans, Angelico attacked prior to open bell. Evans hit an assisted for 50 smash, but he pulled his partner up, covers William Kamal, the young box with a central pose. Angelico in the match with a never death boss mission. Diamond defeated Tessa Price. Diamant Jack High Kick to explode with a German Super. Price checked out the Feisty Fight to hold Dynamite Blitzer with a code red. Alex Marvez interviewed TH2, Jack and Angelica retired, the Young Bucks holding down, after they beat the Bucks on the Diamond, they would come for the tag titles. Marvez touched Angelica Curry suppressed the, the Alex, South African dance line out of the screen. <laughs> Shane interviewed Rhea Estates. Shane took the tall one down with a draw kicks in the knee, a world det the E.T., an impressive bridging title suplex, earning the three count. The acclaimed... Versus John and Nakazawa. Master playing the most dis-rhymes. Nakazawa hit his Turkish bad oil on the turquoise pad. He used its soil that met as a distraction for a spear no, and a senton. The acclaim overcame Zaka- Nakazawa's naughtiness to trap him with his own smelly underwear. They seized the success with soup a suplex elbow combination. The varsity blondes versus Colt Cabana adds Reynolds. Cabana and Russell slightly darker by bending the rules to his advantage. Dark Order had Garrison now on a teamwork with Rick Corbeau, but Garrison was able to kick out the pin. Pim-a came flying to smash the Cabana. The Blondes took out Reynolds with assisted blockbuster for the upset win. <coughs> this episode of Dark did a nice job to showcase the talent for Dynamite. Kevin was suppressing his victory makes make him see like a threat to Dustin Rhodes. The problem for Rose did well to sell the motivation taking out. The Dark Order. The H two took care of business to build momentum for their battle against Young mm-hmm. Bucks. The Varaski Blondes first on this new else back unexpected victory to make it seem like the magic against the who had some substance that I was pretty lacking. My top three moves in roticular particular order were destroyer for Danny Line to buy a cage, a titan suit was for Shane to Freya. And the evil and the way evil is set up for Opportunist puts push stretch, I joined the mix of finishes throughout the show Especially for big, small, able both boat. Women use strategy to overcome powerful opponents to start out a newcomers to free estates. For the of an old-school giant, they play well in the sea, chain of chopper down its size. Well, that was my thoughts on Dynamite. I mean AEW Dark. So later on, I will do a Dynamite review. Stay tuned. Here's a little commercial. Okay, we are back. Um. From this Thursday, and let's recap. All right, for AEW Dynamite. Well, last week, Winter is Coming feature was not just beginning one of the most ambitious angles in wrestling history, but the launch of an AEW. Impact wrestling crossover that may end up involving AAA, New Japan, DET, FMW, and a number of companies by the time it's finished. Ending on Don's Cow's now famous CU2 Tuesday, an invitation from the world follow him and Kenny Omega 600 miles north to Nashville, Tennessee, to a different television network, a different wrestling promotion, to a dire, entirely different world. I can see the prospect of this crossword exciting. While AEW launched with a notion that it would work with other promotions, the partners that announced that time were not American ones. That's so why would it would be. The way AEW exists at frame is a competition for WWE, but as an American wrestling company on American television, it's a competition for Impact Ray and MLW. This ain't nothing where New no Japan and America would be without a pandemic. AEW immediately late for all the competitions that were on SmackDown, but it's still competition. What do American companies work with their competition, right? Here's the thing about the crossover so far. There's not a lot to get excited about. Yes, Kenny Omega, Gary Khan, told you were on Impact Wrestling this week, and the company put its best foot forward. when nobody would try and massive crowd. But Omega's Impact appearance was a promo on a bus outside of arena so distant from the rest of the show, that Impact World Champion Rich Swan. Couldn't get past single security guard posted at the door. So far, it's a grim crumb trail. I promise with the foot, is plot so devious, so long and making it will shock people more than the end of the Moxley Omega match. Just you wait and see. That's the subject for the Dynamite's Omega Callous promo. Like all shows after the big shows, this week Dynamite felt like a moment for AW to pause take a breath. Yes, yeah, Sting, Shaq, Omega, and Interstar were in attendance, but this child box of a show we streaming light on consensual action. Where do we get? Let's find out. AEW World Tag Champions, the Young Bucks defeat TH2. Look, I know there were no way TH2 would leave Jacksonville with the straps, but after giving this match a decent enough runaway, I spat something more than what we got, which was extended squash. The Defense, Jack Evans, and Jericho, gotten was gorgeous, but they were cut off at just every turn the Young Bucks, the best tag team in the world. This is the mode I have, young, I have seen Young Bucks for, in for a while, but now I understand why people liked it. I know the Bucks are very good. I get the function of establishing this in AEW way I've occasionally been upset by the lesser teams, but that doesn't mean that I won't occasionally come from far away from the aerial display slightly bored. The last their match was a drag, as Matt his previous injured knee missing more bang for Young Buck allowing Angelica to put him in a reverse figure for a leg lock, which had been established to in the bill to this match as a killer hold. Jack Evans was guarding against Nick in the ring. Jellica pulled Matt away from the ropes, and then Nick faked Jack out. Nick on the apron saw his brother with his busted knee, Ray in pain. Instead of just diving in to break up the submission, he goes to the top to hit a swan bomb. That's my least favorite cotton desperation spot on wrestling. It was followed up by even more moves where Matt either landed on or had to use his knees, so it gets back to dark for my sweet prince of hybrid style. Oh, yes. For promo, well, MJ did like least favorite kind of MJ promo, which he called fans who were like Orange Cassidy's smart marks. He said he was going to hurt him and keep his ring. In the pre-naked segment, a psychiatrist showed Darryl Allen a bunch of watercolor paintings would work vaguely like members of Team Taz. He said that Brian Cage is the number one contender for his title, and he has to deal with people like him for his whole life. The last painting was Sting's face painting. Darby laughed at it. Are here to stay this st- stink. Tony Shavat was joined in the ring by Cody Rhodes. Tony asked for recording ratchet stink. Maybe before he could give it, Sting hit the ring, fall on ass is cute. Tony tried to leave, but Sting wouldn't let him. He said, "It's been eighteen years that he wanted a hug." I cried, friends. I legitimately cried when the two ancient men embraced. Tony as Sting as Tony for, it's Sting, Tony Aguilar, and Sting Lenz. this is awesome, chant where you should have left the moment hanging. Cody upset by being a side piece of segment, welcome Sting back, he's always wanted to share a ring with him, Sting, Sting said he's not here for Cody, at least not right now. He said, there is something from by EW, and points out the Chief Seats where the TNT champion Allen was saying, yes, y'all. Sting is also where Darby like him, something of a sad raptor clown. Darby leaned forward. Sting said this clear. Just instead that he with AEW for the log haul. hug Cody way you hug someone you love. Bad news to extend on you. See you around, kid. The whole thing fooled. It was one of the best Sting promos i ever seen. It was completely comfortable in his role as a legend in this industry. has been allowed to treat. This as a homecoming as opposed to WWE treating him like a stranger in a strange land. He's a sixty-year-old old man consenting to a wrestler who dresses like a steampunk banker. This is a suspicious angle and mention above. A sting old old man who left WWE with serious neck injury. It seems like he's planning on working a more robust schedule than one did for WWE. they they already done a pretty good job interrogating him into the landscape of the AEW and making it clear they want to wrestle Darby his son has a real star. The company, even, even he's doing art, film, glory of the ring for distance, most wings. I cannot wait for the match. One of the big biggest mismatches in recent memory. Promo from Taz. Taz also can't wait for the match. In a sarcastic way, his son's with Team Taz now, which I mean, I hope so. That's your son. Would it be would it be on t- Team my dad? But his business is about lacking a special moment. And delicious. FTR versus Veracity Blonde. I know it's not true, but I felt like Veracity Blonde got more offense than FTR than TH Judy against the Young Bucks. Some alright wrestling here, but this wasn't mean of establishing FTR as a main player in the tag division. Here's a really small day of love. At one point when the Blondes were tagging out, Cash really kept trying ways to get out of the wrong ring like that. He trapped him before settling for all very much pressure that he could. That's their whole deals, They're smart wrestlers, but I feel like most of the time, they get lost in a number of old tattoo finishers they utilize at near spots. I was glad I had something else to pick up on because tag ropes and five counts won't do it for me. Promo time. Alex Martinez brought the bar with Ang Page who was drinking had hair on mustache. so I guess Wednesday was not a good day. Next week, we got a six, six-man six match against Matt Hardy and the private party but no partners Q, Reynolds, and Silver merging from behind the bar having hit him for seven hours wearing cowboy hats Howdy do you share with partners and say essentially hang hey, in his desperation. Kate in desperation allowed him tag with him and just once. No dark stuff yeehaw. Alright, Dustin Rhodes versus Ten. Speaking of Dark Horse, so the best number of Dark Rhodes family had a dynamic match. It was against Ten. Ten is younger and more powerful than Dustin. He got a little offense at the start, but Dark Order member got distracted outside. Quickly ate a book dog for the three. This one is really the point of the match, so that's evil Uno came out there late after said he wanted to make up for the fact that Dustin is the third most important member of the Rhodes in the company by offering to spot. Dark Order, especially in the seventh spot. That is specifically the number to Dustin's seven was a bass post-gold. dust gimmick that, that WCW tried out <laughs> a kind of pedophile Uncle Vester that was abandoned. As soon as he debuted a promo, Dustin clawed off his hand, Dark Star Order-style, and then slapped Uno. Uno wore it off, and the Order said eventually Dustin will beg to take his place with them. Let's go to here. This is Shaq. In a pre-teamed segment, Tony has sat down with Brandy Rose, Shaquille O'Neal. mealing things were tense. Tony knows Brandy as a CBO while including Shaq's many clades. I'm not sure why Brandy's mad like that. Like, she's a successful woman. But what is Tony supposed to say? Runner-up in AW women's taxi champion or AC ring announcer, star Wags Atlanta. I get that she's mad because Jay broke her arm, but I couldn't help it. wonder if I missed another heel to her part somewhere because hostile towards announcements come what heels do. Shaq, for his part, said that he and Jay go back a while, but he didn't appreciate what Jay did to Brady's arm. Brady also does appreciate it. Tony posted the question, where can a solvent on dynamite? Which Sha- Shaq would love to see. That's one of us. He loves the Rhodes family. I need no respect by anything said on Twitter. He suggested that while Brandy injured, he should watch Jade We wrestle several times for some pointers. According to Cage Man, Brandy wrestled six, 60 times. That so makes sense. She was a little pissed at that. Tony had to thrown a glass of water on him, but he wasn't sipping. So Randy threw it in Shaq's water face and stomped off. This is an angle, y'all. This is Inner Circles ATM. Would the stable just release a bunch of new merch breakup? That's not really a question this segment has. Jericho has on everybody to squash the beef. and has started said say he loved everybody in the group like a brother. might be he might be the issue, but Jericho was great. He wanted to type, be tight with them. He tried to play Sam for the talents incident, but everyone was like, dude, we had cable. We wanted to show. So Max claimed he had sweat on his bra instead. Ortiz said, Max and Warlow are great talent. Warlow is a great dude. Max is growing on him like a fungus. He's the one who tried to break Broker Peace, demanding Sammy shake his hand. He's better than Max, I ain't how this this should let Santa or he talk more cause they're good at. Sai so said he shake NJ's hand, but one more thing they doesn't like happens. He's out. NJF Jargo agree, MJF and Shammy shook. Figured out it was, but Jake Hager wonder to know why Wardle's always staring him. funny it once, same question. For him. They agree not to stare at each other, but cast side I the eye, opposite end of the group. The upside is when Jericho here to the future. MJ bursts burst during Talk his Future where you beat the hell out of Castle to bend Jericho and keep his ring. When Jericho applied, you're running it. You're ruining it. All of them put that middle finger like beef type of squash. This was a good segment in the sense that I could see the storyline. This is something nice and simple to interrogate Max into the group, making Jericho look like a fool. There's another promo. FTR with Alex Marvez casting himself Playing himself for the loss But Tully said He shared the blame by my might be in there Maybe some weird metaphor About how the AT Proud Bronco Driven by Mario Red, But that would never happen So okay boys Okay A.K. said Butcher Blade Versus Archer Rayface And Penta Penta was injured before Diamond was taken out of the match quickly by Supas through a table, was left something of a disappointment. A few spots of communication here and there, nothing below my excitement. And Jake Roberts was standing there on hand camera. Where's that friend? I see the match you're wearing. Yeah. I probably expressed this before, but it's not like Archer Roberts' parents sticking my teeth in. it. It's a real 50 50 date. I don't think Jake quite can. It's how to manage. I don't think Archer quite had to be managed. Both are really successful. Skill sets are thought of often because there are a lot of times managers that just thrown in lessons to spice them up. Or become, because a wrestler manager combo is okay enough, it doesn't matter. But Jake Robert is one of my favorite promos all the time. He's someone who influenced my art of wrestling. I get nothing more from him in his role in AEW. Something else that matched a struggle was the decision to put Archer with Lucha Bros. With the date, Archer had been in a tag team at AEW, and Lucha Bros. were relieving one faction to establish another. Pack can be or not be on a sign leisure, and a random episode of Diana was the right time for that Triangle for the family. So it's drastically out of character for Archer Archer that everybody suffered as a result. That felt like a six man tag on a New Japan Road show that kindly had to be freely dedicated to one of the participants to watch. I kind of am, and I'm still a letdown. Alright, we got a pre-tape of Jade and Nyla Rose being at Red Velvet backstage. Some bases broke it up. We got another match, Abandoned versus Tessa Price. This was a, a squash match. All this time, the women who did the squash was a Scubuki Biohazard. Abandoned King attack out of the match? Only be stopped by Hikaru Shida. Hit her straight in the damn face with a candlestick. Abandoned Undertaker out of it. Murder, Spooky, and Shida, who now have been more really spooked. Nobody in AEW has been more spooked than okay Shida. Alright, now we got to distance Kenny Omega. Kenny and Callis touch down in the parking lot in a helicopter. Marvez try to get an interview with us. some reason. Kenny's like, helicopter, right? I mean, so far, helicopters on my million sports franchise go. I see bigger, yeah. Siobhan was in the ring to interview Callison Omega, begging the question why Mervez was trying to get an interview in the market lot, but he's pretty much there to pass the microphone and look mad about the whole thing. Don included how he taught Con a lesson last week, orchestrated the biggest school job since Montreal, even bigger than the then, even bigger, given the AEW title was at stake, which the WWE title was at stake, but I give it to Don because at this point, I'm pretty sure that old dudes do things like this intentionally It makes people, like, be upset. I will not let you get my goat, Don. He talked about how this was a short-term plan but something was in the years in the making, particularly since Kenny was a child, but the years really started to turn when Omega and Jericho Tokyo Dome match. It was according to Khan, the birth of B. W That match created. That mean, how I can steal something and he helped create a point, silent point. During Kenny's turn to speak, he talked about how great nepotism and how he didn't ask his friends and family on payday. I, I, I kind of like this. AW is a company where nepotism cropped in. Quickly, not freely, he has played a role in, in in two major championship programs. And this one he is more literal. Don Callas, a long time family friend, friend, not just getting a championship match. Pete, this is not getting friendly hired. He won the biggest game. He waited a year doing it, and he did it most successfully. Prize were getting there, but Don Rob did not want to know what prize. So, so good night, goodbye, good night. All right. A okay, couple well, of things. First, Impact Parents, when it came out, was hilarious. Best part of the angle of Tesla, when Tony Collins, and Javon buried the company, even in the end, made a ton of sense. I mean, I, know, I, already, I feel like Kenny Omega is a little Monkey, boss, sorrow from my past. And this space was on time, now I've been enjoying it every second of the future charm arms and chase on I feel like what I got in description to wrestling deserve a, in a podcast feed. Of full of sixty year old men It's a real nightmare for me a woman who's alive for old men have been maxed out with a debut called a man called Sting. all right the main event all right the well the match ends with, with Miro interfering, and MJF getting the pin. So here we go. Alright, here's I saw the match. match, the match. MJF basically got a moment of exhaustion and elation after the match I beat him, but the focus on after the bell was on Miro, who's wrecked a ton of extras. One other thing he drew off stage face first and avoid below would Tony Survivor Screaming How the is Coming Those have Families My Chris foot On one Of the Faces and this Was for Dynamite This was A great Ending To Dynamite So Thank you For my AEW Dark Dynamite Review I'll see you Next